This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. And I'm Heather Branch here with John talking about ways you can better prepare for your financial future. RetirementSolutionRadio.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with John and his team at J. Hagen Capital. Again, that's RetirementSolutionRadio.com. I have found myself Googling so many different words and terms when it comes to finances and politics over the last two or three years, more so than I ever did before. Well, the amazing thing is that I have a 13-year-old girl now, Uh and she says words. I'm like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> and 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 I see the look in her face. Of course, her expression says, "Dad, oh my gosh, you're so, so old." Embarrassing. But I see the look. She has no idea what we're talking about either. So <laughs> I do a lot of googling to yeah. make sure she's not saying something that, frankly, you shouldn't say in mixed company because I don't know the difference. It's yeah. not like she's blurting out a curse word. She's saying something. I'm like, I, I don't know what the urban that? definition of yeah. that. I don't. I don't know what that street slang means. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's lost on me. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of stuff that over the last several years, I've been like, hmm, Hmm. is that a good or a bad thing for her to be saying to her teachers? I'm not sure. The 13-year-old has been unleashed in the Hicks household, everybody. Oh, Oh. (laughs) we're going to put her back in a cage. Uh, Don't do it. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Uh, But what's interesting also, it's not even just about words that we know literally the base definition of them, but how they get threaded together and what things mean now as things, economically speaking, have changed so much and so quickly over the last 18 months, even considering the end of 2022 and where we Mm -hmm. are now. The Federal Reserve has been has it been 10 interest rate hikes in the past 18 months, approximately? I'd have to count, but I, yeah. it's right around ten. I th- yeah. They just they recently paused, there and I think is. that would have been the eleventh. I, th- yep. I think we're we're, not, we're between nine and eleven. We're right in there. They uh, they have recently paused because they have seen the inflation rates continue to come down. However, yeah. they were like, "But we're going to pause right now." But hang on, because maybe we'll raise it again. We don't know. It depends. On, talk about thirteen year old girls. Is the Fed sure. one? We don't know. Uh, but yes, very much so. <laughs> it hasn't so it hasn't ruled out another increase down the road if inflation remains stubborn and it's wanting this to come down as far as a recession. Again, these are things that we, words that we understand and know, but how are they all playing together as far as a recession and its probability? Economist Paul McCauley was telling CNBC that he is not expecting one. I have never been in the recession camp. My base case throughout this entire tightening cycle is that a soft landing is achievable, but a soft landing requires that the Fed not land the plane nose down. And essentially, I think what they're doing is pulling up the nose of the plane, and I think we will have a soft landing. And I think inflation will continue to come down. So I think the Fed's actually in a pretty good place right now. Well, I mean, mm. I don't know about that last mm. statement, but mm. I'm, and listen, I appreciate his optimism because goodness knows we could all use some of it right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you think about things, mm-hmm. you know, the Fed has been increasing interest rates. Why? Because the United States was spending money like a bunch of drunken sailors mm-hmm. there for a while. And not just us, but the rest of the world too. We got shut down from COVID. We got used to buying a tremendous amount of stuff on Amazon. We had an unprecedented level of government spending uh, throwing that money out to us so that we could blow more money. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if you keep our consumers spending money, you don't necessarily tank the economy. But what did that do, guys? It made all kinds of costs go way up. 
I mean, we've seen eggs over $5 a dozen. We've seen gasoline. I mean, this past weekend driving to, to Dayton, mm-hmm. I was paying five bucks a gallon for gas. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's kind of back up, even though oil per barrel is pretty low. So that, you know, kind of wondering where that's right, coming from. Right. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, but all these things, you know, that we're seeing it have increased in cost from cars. I had one of my clients said that, man, he just really loved that new Range Rover. I'm like, really? They, they redid the Range Rover? He said, well, yeah, but you know, it's a 2023. You don't hardly see them on the roads because they're right. two years, two years to build these suckers. Oh, really? And they're going for $25,000 more than the MSRP sticker. Really? And so I, I had to have a very serious conversation with this gentleman right. and say, listen, my man, I think that's a very pretty vehicle to pay $25,000 more than what the actual company even says it's worth. And to wait a couple years, we can make better financial decisions, right? Right. Right? But these are things, these are the things that we deal with because of the supply shortages and inflation, right? So the Fed has increased rates. Now, if you recall this, and I do recall this, my mortgage is at two and a quarter percent. Mm-hmm. And I am locked in on that sucker for the next 24 years. They cannot make me pay a dollar more for the next 24 years until I pay that thing off. Awesome. At two and a quarter, that's, that's free awesome. money. Yeah. Now, why am I saying it's free money? Because I earn twice that amount on bank CDs these days. So, guys, think about that. That is a good deal. But what are normal people as we're thinking, okay, man, we got kids or grandkids and they're buying houses. So mm-hmm. these are the normal consumers of homes. Now, what are they paying? They're paying 6.75 to eight and a quarter is mm-hmm. the standard going rate right now. So mm-hmm. is that a slightly different world? Well, compared to where we were, yeah, it absolutely is. So the reason that I'm making the, us all kind of remember this is because now we're in a different place. The stock market went way down almost 20% last year. Mm-hmm. But this year, uh, at least as of this week, we're back up around another 13, 14%. So right now we're only down about 6% versus last year. That's not terrible. But is the Fed done raising rates? I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All they said is they're taking a pause. Mm-hmm. And if things continue the way they have been going, they're going to start raising rates again. So what does that mean? Yeah. It means to me, Heather, two things, especially because this show is not about me speculating on what's right, going to happen. Right. It's about figuring out, hey, this junk that people say out there, how do I turn that into some hardcore Skrilla, John? <laughs> I mean, how do I take this here stuff in my portfolio and yeah. maybe make an extra buck or three so I can afford that $9 McDouble sandwich at the McDonald's? Yeah. Well, that's the whole point. So, guys, what I'm saying is if the Fed's taking a pause, we may be kind of at the top of the interest rate environment. That doesn't mean it's the very tip top, right? Mm-hmm. But there may not be a whole bunch more room to go. Now, what does that mean? Well, up until now, we've had an inverse yield curve. And hold up, I know, I just said some crazy <laughs> stuff for I a weekend day. I was just talking before about I the know. words we don't know. How. Please I continue, know. sir. <laughs> so I'm going to break it down. What yeah. that means is you're getting better rates on short-term CDs or short-term bonds than you are on long-term bonds. That's what it means, an inverted yield curve. Okay. They're saying, hey, John, I want your money. If you give it to me for a month, I'm going to give you 4.5%. If you give it to me for a year, I'm only going to give you a three and a half percent. What? You mean my money is more valuable to you short term than long term? That's interesting. And banks are basically saying, yeah. And so are government bonds. And so are corporate bonds. So the point is, is that this may be the top of the interest rate environment. Now, why is that important? Because ladies and gentlemen, 
This may be the, for the first time in almost five years. This may be the first time in a long time. I'm talking like five years. Okay. Where it might make sense to add very smart bond positions and insurance positions to your portfolio. Why? Think about it. In 1999, had you known what was going to happen in the stock market? Remember, 1999 was a bull market year. The market was through the roof. The market was up like 40% for some people. It was crazy. It was awesome. But after that, the market tanked. But you could have gotten 65 to 7% one-year CDs in 1999. You wouldn't have lost any money in the dot-com bust had you locked in on some of those great rates. So now we're looking at a short-term interest rate environment that is better than long-term. But man... How cool would it be to know that if you locked in three, four, five, heck, even 10 years, if you're going to get six, seven, eight, nine percent on your money, might that be a really attractive opportunity? That's an interesting fact you brought up because a, a friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, uh, Abe, was saying to me just a couple of days ago, he was reading a CNBC article where they were talking about the late 90s, early 2000s, the similarities we're seeing in things that are happening right now versus then. So Absolutely. this is a very interesting point you're bringing up. Well, think about it. So if in the, over the long run, and by the way, most people, they, they kind of think they know what the market's done over the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. The stock market's average around six and a quarter percent. And that's including dividends and all that stuff. It's really six and a quarter. Okay. Now, some five or six year periods in there, it's like been 20% positive. In other periods, it's been down. But over the past 25 years, the stock market has averaged six and a quarter. Guys, you can get a guaranteed safe investment. You can actually get it insured by a bank or an insurance company, which means zero market risk. And you can potentially get six, seven, eight, nine percent right now. We have not seen this since I started off in this industry in 1998. Now, I mean this honestly. So when I'm looking at these things, I typically like shorter term investments. I typically like the ones where if we're going to put our money in, I kind of want to get my money back within one to three years Okay. because I think that there's going to be a better opportunity. When it comes to fixed income now, I'm not so sure that a five, seven, 10 year option might be the best if you're thinking about, I want some safety. I would like to get six, seven, eight or 9%, John. Should I lock in for longer knowing that those banks or insurance companies have to honor those higher rates the entire time you have your money with them. Hmm. See, now these are those things that my clients and I are just now starting to discuss. Okay, I'm saying, hey, listen, we can absolutely change this investment every three to six months. We can change it annually. But what I'm seeing, this may be the highest interest rates we're going to see for maybe the rest of your retirement, maybe over the next 20 to 30 years. Do we want to have some of this, not all of it, maybe 10 to 15% of this, that we are looking at seven to 10 year options because, guys, If the market goes up from here, then we want some money in the market. If the market goes down from here, then they're going to have to reduce interest rates, right? So we just want to make sure that we're making the right choices for the situation we're in. But there has never been, since I've been doing this, since 1998, there has never been a better time to consider fixed income investments that aren't just putting your money under the mattress. We're not talking about those things that don't get inflationary rates. I'm talking about completely safe assets that generate between 6 to 18% a year with zero market downside risk. Those are the things I'm talking about. Those now exist. These were around two years ago, but the interest rates stunk. They didn't behave the same way. They weren't as good. And now, frankly, they're getting better. So it doesn't mean that you put your money in those things, but you need to explore how they work. Would they work for you? And can you take a little less risk right now knowing that Man, if your upside is 10, 11, 12, 13, that ain't so bad. 
And again, you can do these things in structured notes, principal protected notes, insured indexing. Some annuities can do this. None of those products matter. In my firm, we are product agnostic. It does not matter to us what product you use. I need the strategy to work for your goals. And this may be the best time ever to get a second opinion to find out if those strategies would also work for you. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Link is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Link is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Link is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.